Good morning, guys. Happy Monday. Welcome back to It's Me Dinks. Today, I want to talk to you about something a little bit difficult, uh, difficult for me at least, and I know difficult for a lot of us out there, and that is uh, family dynamics. And I'm pretty private about my family dynamics, so I'm going to tread carefully because uh, I want to be respectful of, of my family, but uh, this is something that affected me so much when I was growing up, and I wish that I had heard someone talk about it because I felt very weird and I felt very alone. Um, and then I'm going to talk about <laughs> what I call cottage cheese moms because we also I get a lot of questions about mother-daughter relationships and a lot of you very kindly uh, ask about my relationship with my mom and how it's so strong. And then I'm also going to talk about parent guilt because that is really difficult and complicated too. So let's talk about family dynamics. When I was growing up, I felt so weird because of my family's dynamic. And I'm not going to go into it too much, again, for just privacy and boundaries, but I felt totally weird. I felt like I had a secret. I felt like I had this shameful, shameful secret because I felt like my family wasn't like anybody else's. And I was embarrassed. I I harbored this shame and embarrassment deep inside myself for basically, I would say, until my mid-20s. And there are varying degrees to this, right? You know, people experience bad family dynamics in many different ways. Um, For me, I think my relationship with my dad has you know, it's very up and down. I love, I love my dad. I love my family very much. Um, but it just was this shameful thing for me. And especially, uh, to the point where I would like, I would be worried to have my friends over because I thought that they might, you know, see that there was this weird thing and whatever. And, um, when I went to college, I felt it even more acutely. I don't know why, I just felt like all of my friends at Stanford had these perfect families. And what a fucking lie, right? Because nobody's family is perfect. Everybody has shit. And it wasn't until I started talking to my friends for real, like really, you know, getting close to them, knowing that everybody has something, right? Everybody has, you know, whether it's your parents got divorced and that was traumatic and stressful, whether it's, you know, a sibling that... I don't know, doesn't vibe with the rest of the family there, you know, whether it's you and you don't mesh with a parent, it's so complicated and we don't pick our families, right? We love them. We love them, but we don't pick our families. So it was really, it was really great when I started talking to my friends more in my twenties and realizing that I wasn't alone. I don't know why it just felt it just felt so shameful to me, which is crazy because uh, like everybody has it. And now looking back, I, I wish I could hug myself as a child and be like, dude, first of all, no one is thinking about you. Second of all, have you ever judged someone on their family? No, you would never think like, oh, my God, well, that person's parents got divorced. So I judge them or, oh, my God, the, like those person's parents don't get along. So I judge them. No, you would never. It just feels like your family is this deep extension of you 
And I think that that's where like the shame and embarrassment comes in, especially when you're a little kid, because you don't, when you're a kid, you don't have the tools and you don't have the words to, to describe what, what you're feeling and to, to reach out and talk to someone else and say, Oh, Hey, does this happen in your house too? Or whatever. Um, and therapy helps with that a lot too, because you go to therapy and you're like, Oh, my parents, this and that. And they're like totally unfazed by it. Why? Because everybody's family has shit. Everybody's family has shit. One thing that I really like to remember is that my parents are doing their best. Most people's parents, most people are doing their best. And one thing that I really would pers- uh, would try to discourage you guys from doing if you do have family shit is like blaming your family. Like that's such a thing, right? And I think um, I don't think it's that useful. I don't think it's that useful to be like, well, my parents got a divorce and that's why I'm fucked up. Or like, well, you know, my mom was avoidant and that's why I'm this way. I think it's really important to acknowledge those things and to dig into them, hopefully if you can with a therapist. But I think that blame is such a waste of time and I think it causes rifts and I think that it's just not helpful, right? It's just not helpful. I know a lot of us feel like our parents' relationships influence the way we date I haven't read that book attached, but I definitely want to read it because I think it's about like, you know, how your family influences your dating style or whatever. Um, But guys, don't blame your parents. Like it's just it's not a good look and it's just so deeply unhelpful. I just really think it's a waste of time to be like, well, I have daddy issues and that's why I and that's why I keep going after the same guy. That may be true, but I just it's not helpful. Like, barring your parents did something really terrible, which, like, come on, how many people's parents are actually, like, demons? Um, Just see them as human beings. That was a big shift for me when I graduated college and I was, like, in my first job and I was, you know, doing therapy and I was, like, I was, like, holy shit. Actually, maybe it was a little bit later. Maybe it was more when I felt more like an adult because I didn't feel like an adult until probably mid-20s. And then I was like, oh, my fucking God, my parents are just human beings. It's a scary, scary realization. You're like, oh, my God, they're humans. They were just like me. They were just like me. They had first jobs. They were struggling to make rent. They were figuring it out. They were doing all this shit. And then they got married and they had me. But they're still humans. Because when you grow up, like even if you have issues with your parents, you think that they're like gods kind of, right? You think that they're these you know, people who know everything. And when I realized that they were just two human beings who kind of like did their best, that was big. I think another thing, even if you are finding it hard, the hard pill to swallow, because I I can almost hear you guys thinking, well, no, my parents really did fuck me up or whatever, whatever. I think another thing to remember, like if you still are having trouble not blaming them, is to remember that they love you. Like, even if they did really fuck up, they do, they love you a lot. They love you and they want the best for you. That's, that's true of all parents. That's true of all parents. And so I think humanizing them in any way is also really great. And if you can get to a point where you can even talk to them, talk to them about these things, that's fantastic. So that was two things that really helped me is to remember that they're to, to realize rather not remember, but realize that they're just humans. And then also remember to my core how much they love me and they want the best for me and they, they were doing their best. 
I also just don't think it's embarrassing anymore. Like it's it's obviously a private thing. Like you don't want to be airing your family's dirty laundry to anybody who will listen. But I just really want to impress upon anyone listening who is going through difficult family dynamics that it's not embarrassing because it's literally everybody. And if you feel yourself triggered by your family or whatever, just remember that you would never judge someone. You would never judge someone for for their family. Okay, that's crazy. And I wish I'd known that earlier. Like I thought that I I did. I I'm going to say it. I thought people would judge me because my family wasn't perfect. Like I thought I had to hide that fact. Um, and I even feel like maybe here's a little vulnerability. I feel like maybe at Stanford I I wasn't lying, but I was maybe misleading about because I just didn't go into it. I was just, you know, my family was so far away. I had that advantage. Like my parents weren't coming to school every weekend or like we weren't going to my house and in when we had when we had spring break. So I was like I could hide. Not that there's anything to hide, but you know what I mean? I was just like, yeah, like my family's great. Oh, my God, I love them. You know, not really saying, you know, some issues that affected me. Um. So. I think if you are dealing with this, it's it's a, also a really great way to get close to people. Like if, if you have close friends that you feel comfortable with, it's great to talk to them about it. And now I, I can't shut up about it to my friends. And you know what? My close friends have been so instrumental in getting over some of the feelings that I have with my family and, and helpful. You know, they have ideas. They are great sounding boards. So if you are unable to talk to a therapist about it, open up to some of your close friends. You'd be surprised. They might turn around and say, you know what? I deal with the exact same thing with my dad. Or you know what? I, I just went through this with my sister. And and now I, I just, I rely on my friends so much. And and especially as my parents get older, it's just like a whole new, a whole new thing. So I want to talk to you guys about cottage, what I've called cottage cheese moms. Because like I said, I get so many DMs and um, emails about, you know, difficult dynamics with our moms. And it's slightly related to what I said about realizing that your parents are human. But when I fully internalized the world in which my mom grew up in, it helped me a lot. It really helped me a lot. My mom not only grew up in a different socioeconomic status than me, she grew up in a different country than me. She grew up in a different era than me. They weren't talking about mental health when she was growing up. They weren't talking about body positivity. They weren't talking about women's rights in the same way. She had none of that available to her. And I realized that I judged my mom probably harder than I judged anybody in this earth. And that, that I am ashamed of. And when I finally realized like what she's from a different time and I had compassion for her. I think that was a major pivot in our relationship. My relationship with my mom now is, I would say, pretty great. I've, we've always been really close. I'm the eldest. I'm the only daughter. And we've always been super close. But when I really realized, like, the lens with which she's looking at the world through, everything changed. Because I stopped being so fucking judgmental. And the reason I call it cottage cheese moms, because I think 
a lot of us deal with the body image stuff. And I didn't realize it until I was on TikTok and there's all those TikToks about, oh, you know, people call them like the three almonds mom. Like, you know how your mom will just have three almonds and then she's full for the day. And and all the moms, you know, from the generation before were like, I was 90 pounds on my wedding day. And we see that and we want to be like, that's so fucking um, awful for body positivity. Like, how can you judge us? How can you make comments on us? And it's because they they didn't grow up in the same time as us, you guys. So yeah, it can be triggering and annoying when you go home and your mom's like, oh, you know, like you don't fit in your jeans or whatever. But, and my, me and my mom definitely had some of those tiffs. But when I was realized that she grew up in a time where they were telling them to eat like one carton of cottage cheese with pineapple a day and that was their diet, I was like, okay, it's not her fault. And I think that context is so important. And then in turn, I was able to explain back to her like, oh, like, mom, we're just we're not doing that anymore. Like we're more into body positivity. We're more just like about being feeling healthy than being super thin. And and she learned from me in that way. But you've got to come from a place of compassion and not a place of judgment. And I just like I. I almost have tears in my eyes now thinking about the time that my mom grew up in and like all the awful shit that that they went through they didn't have available to them we have we have a long way to go don't get me fucking wrong but we have so much representation for for women now so much more than they did the body thing is tough right like so many of you write to me and they're like my mom makes comments on my body like da 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 and i'm again i'm not saying that it's right but i'm just trying to give you guys context so that you can feel empowered to have those conversations with your moms They like it was insane what they used to tell those women to do growing up. They would be like, yeah, just drink diet, diet tab and have one cottage cheese. And that's that's it. And now it's like, what the fuck? So I instead of feeling mad at them, feel sad for them and feel happy that we have more information available to us. Finally, I want to talk about parent guilt. So. When I put this up on Instagram, my phone was exploding. Everybody was saying how badly they feel for moving away from their family. And it's so funny because if you told me when I, the 19-year-old girl who moved away from England, away from her family, that she would miss them and feel bad, I would have said, no fucking way. I had so much anger towards my family when I left. It was before I'd done all the work that I talked about, right? I was still in that place of deep blame. I was still in that place of my family sucks. They're embarrassing. They are tarnish on me. I'm going to just not even, you know, deal with them anymore. I'm moving so far away, whatever. I was in this place of blame. If you had told that girl 10 years later, whatever, you're going to feel so sad. You're going to be talking to your parents. You're going to have worked through issues in your relationships with your mom and your dad. I would have never believed you. So first of all, I want to say if you're anywhere in this life cycle or stage or whatever, there's hope and you can work through this stuff. Okay, so now let's talk about family guilt. I feel so guilty for not being with my family. And when I put this up on Instagram, you were all saying the same thing, like you move away, whatever. And I realized recently I've been picking fights with my mom because I am mad she's not living with me. Okay, totally counterintuitive, right? Like what what are we even talking about? I'm picking fights with her because I'm mad she's not with me. Doesn't make any sense, but that's sometimes how the brain works. It's like a defense mechanism. 
the weird thing is my mom is having this kind of renaissance in her life right now. She is super into running. She's made a lot of friends recently. She goes swimming in this pond every morning. She's loving her life in England. And I have to accept that the same way that she has to accept that I live here in LA and I'm traveling a lot and I can't be close to her. So what do we do about the guilt? One person wrote to me and and they said, remember that your parents moved away too. You know, this is the circle of life. They moved away from their families too. I mean, not everybody's families move away. If I had my way, I'd move my mom and my brother down the street from me. I would do it Kardashian style. I'd buy them a compound if I had that kind of extra cash lying around and I would just live with them forever because I love them. And by the way, also, I think it's worth noting that in a lot of cultures, that's what people do. They live with their parents like forever. And I think that's so lovely. And I I wish that I wish that Western culture was more like that because I think it's we're pack creatures, right? Humans are pack pack animals. Um, But I don't have the answer for parent guilt. I obviously talk to your parents, find new common ground with them. I'm in like a totally new phase of a relationship with my dad where like we're vibing and we're chatting a lot and um, just finding new things that that we share interests and books and articles and movies and um, and it's really nice. So I think regular chatting with them and then remembering that they moved away too. And also remembering that they're probably really proud of you for going off to chase that dream, going to grad school, moving to a new city, following the love of your life, whatever. They're probably proud of you. It's difficult, though. It's a really, really horrifying thing when you realize that you're going to soon become not the caretaker, but like you start worrying about your parents more than they start worrying about you. I was just talking to Jyoti about this, and it's that really awful point where you're like, on the phone with your parent, your mom or whatever. And you're like, can you please go to the doctor? I had that moment recently where I was like, again, yelling at my mom. I'm so awful. Someone please diagnose me. Why am I like this? Like I get angry when I feel like I can't protect people. But I was like, please just be careful while you're running. Like it's so much stress on your body. And please, can you go to the doctor and all this stuff? And it's just, you have that moment where you're like, oh my God, I'm the adult now. I'm becoming the person that does the worrying. I hate that. I hate that. This is a really difficult stage. It makes parent guilt so much worse if your parents are getting older and, you know, you just want to be with them the whole time. So I don't know if that was really helpful. All I did was say how fucking awful parent guilt was, but at least we're in it together. And I'm going to continue to talk about this so that we can share this experience because it's not sexy, but it's something that a lot of us uh, you know, are dealing with whether whether you're late twenties, early thirties, or beyond, something we're dealing with. So, I hope you guys enjoyed that. I really want to send love to anybody who is dealing with difficult family dynamics because I get it. It's complex. It's not sexy. It's hard to talk about. It can feel shameful, and it can be very draining. Um. And so I'm sending you a big hug if you're dealing with that. And I want you to know that you can, it can get better. Families are forever, but dynamics can change. And a lot of them can change with you. Uh, a lot of them can change with you and your boundaries. That's something I didn't really touch on, but we'll, we'll, we'll talk more about that. But if you enforce those boundaries, it might be difficult in the short term, but it can actually change the way that your family works in the long term. So um, hang in there, go to therapy if you can, talk to your friends. Um, and set boundaries. I love you guys tons. I hope that was helpful. I'll see you on Wednesday. Bye.